You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Starstock. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee, you can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time or store them there or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I am going to go over, uh, I guess it's a topic that some people may be excited for some people may not be excited for so we saw another sports card article written uh there was one that sports illustrated wrote and it was published i think it was yesterday and it was about breaking and sports cards and stuff like that so i think we're seeing like this is the second article that we've seen over the past few weeks that's been written about sports cards there was a the source which is a hip-hop magazine wrote about a michael jordan card that sold um in some auctions yeah the, the thing is i didn't talk about this card i didn't really post about it until the source wrote about it because i saw uh somebody from psa like i think it was the president of psa talked about this card and he said that it sold for $51,000, but like when you go to eBay, it's not there. I didn't know where it sold, so I didn't I didn't I didn't necessarily want to talk about it cuz I didn't know like who bought it or where it was sold like, you know, cuz even even eBay sometimes can it has cards that sold that didn't actually sell because like the person didn't pay or whatever. But like for the Michael Jordan cards, most of the time I, at least I, I you know, actually maybe that's not technically something I can say is I guess people buy them i don't know if people do or not so it's not necessarily 100 percent true but the so the source wrote about this card and that came out i saw 90s b-ball cards jake tweeted about it so i looked at the article you know super cool i'm I'm glad that um it's interesting to see maybe not yeah i guess I'm, i i am glad and it's interesting to see these cards becoming a little bit more mainstream and i mean if it could be something where, like, so for example, like, for me, I'm sort of, I, there's sometimes where I have to talk about random things within sports cards, like there isn't as much news. So, like, for someone like Sports Illustrated, like, maybe there was just no other news to talk about, so that's why they wanted to, they talked about sports cards. I mean, they interviewed a bunch of breakers, at least I saw a couple, couple of them talking about it on Twitter today, and... I mean, the reason why I said at the beginning that some people may not be excited is because as maybe if you're a newer collector, maybe you've seen this. If you are a – and not even really seasoned, like I wouldn't consider myself a seasoned collector. I would say I do a lot of research, so um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that means I am seasoned or whatever, but you, you know, there is almost a gatekeeping nature 
sometimes it feels like within cards like when gary v came in everybody was pretty up in arms that he was talking about sports cards which from a content perspective i mean that was one of the that was one of the best like two three week periods of the podcast and just of content in general like uh, when he was talking about them i was engaging in comments i was posting the links to stuff and that's when i saw some of the best engagement in some of the podcasts and i mean i'm started to if you follow me on twitter i have started to reach out a little bit more and tell people at the podcast like whenever i see someone say that's maybe not in sports cards like if they are talking about it i usually like the past few days i've been posting the link and saying here's my here's my podcast and someone retweeted today like a a actually let me go to the um let me go oop, golden auctions liked one of my things lance McAllister, who is a uh sports radio host in it, lo it looks like looks like he's a sports radio host in cincinnati um he had tweeted something about sports cards and then so i reposted my link uh to the podcast and then from there he retweeted the link so that was super nice of him um you know, I don't know if that is going to lead to maybe some new. It maybe maybe it is. Maybe you're maybe you're listening to this for the first time because you saw him retweet the podcast potentially. So welcome. I should have said that at the beginning of the podcast. Welcome everybody that's new. I guess I haven't really said that in a while because I haven't. That's the first time I really honestly have thought about it. But so anybody, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. I guess. Um, but so, I from a content perspective and from a you know, I would say from a, from someone who wants the hobby to grow, like I want new people coming in, seeing people talk about it is a good thing, in my opinion, you know, for maybe, and I, and here's the thing, I can see why there is a group of collectors and investors that may not want, well, maybe not investors, but collectors that may not want new people coming in, because then that, because if this was just a hobby for you, like if there was no money involved and you were not trying to make money buying and selling sports cards and you just were buying for fun, it's gotten it's gotten more expensive. Um, and I think like the thing is like if you're if you like basketball cards, it's almost impossible to find them. It's almost you you can't find them in stores unless you're looking for like stickers or I mean and stickers I think are fine, but I think you, there's just oh, it's just hard to find them now and. That's one reason why I could see people not exactly um, liking the fact that new people are coming in, and maybe it's even it's even newer people that are coming in that aren't even really in it for sports cards. They're more in it to try and as a side hustle or make money. So, like from that perspective, I can see why some people might not want that. But from a first of all a content perspective, and then from a um, from someone who also is looking to make money on sports cards, like more people coming in means that there's going to be more people buying, uh, which means there's more money to be made. But if you're not looking to make money, you know, obviously that's, you don't, you don't want that. So like even, and it may even be that if you've made the other thing that I don't know if this is correct or not or true, but like, it almost feels like, it almost feels like sometimes that the, content people and the people that are coming into the hobby that are just trying to help um 
and give more advice are sometimes the ones that get the most flack, which, you know, that for me, that hasn't necessarily happened, but like on TikTok a couple times, like there's been comments of people like, which I, you know, it's actually funny that I mentioned that I was wrong about something the other day, but it feels like some people just want to comment to comment and they don't actually even really mean what they're saying. But like someone did comment the other day on TikTok and like I had put out a TikTok about, um, about mosaic versus prism. And I had seen some prism cards for Zion sell in the 200 range. I was like, Oh wow, they're already up to 200. So I put the video out and then I went back and I realized that actually they're more like in the 160 ish range. Some of them had sold in the 200. There's a pretty big range of cards that have sold. Cause even there were some that even sold that were 140. So like, I mean, I made a video, I corrected it because I was like, whatever, I don't, I mean, I, I guess maybe I should even, I, I'm thinking about potentially taking that other video down because I don't know, uh, I don't know if it's, I can't change what's in the video, I can't change the text, I can't change the captions or anything. If I could do that, that would be good because then I could go back and change and say, hey, actually I was wrong, but I can't, probably. Either way. Um, so... Those are some of the things that are going to happen as more more new collectors come into the hobby, and if then maybe they're because like for me, so when I came in, I had no knowledge of eBay. I had no I, like I really didn't even come in with any type of flipping knowledge. Like there was stuff that I was doing on like Madden Ultimate Team and. Um, and Diamond Dynasty, and I was flipping cards on the market there, and that's pretty much what I was spending most of my time doing, which I think if you've heard this podcast or you've heard me on other podcasts, I talk about that pretty frequently. But, like, I didn't know anything about cards, really. So, like, for me, it was pretty tough to... It was sort of tough to learn, and that's kind of why I started making content, because I felt like it was super... It was fun, first of all. It was cool to look into sports cards but like i literally had no idea where to even start like and it real and realistically the only way i knew was buying cards from a retail buying cards from like newberry comics and then like looking up the value of those cards and seeing they had no value and then but then for me i was i then like I then tried to figure out why some of the cards had no value, and then it was that, oh, they're, well, they're not rookie. Like I understood the rookie card concept, but they, the, they weren't, uh, they, they weren't rookie cards. So like that's one reason why they had no value. Um, but so like that's kind of where I went, and then that's when I started learning about Bowman, and I, it, it's all, it's a process of learning the market and learning cards, but. I, I know, so it, it, I feel like the sometimes the people that are making money within the market, because it's so confusing, and that's this is sort of the thing, because it's so confusing, I feel like there's people who can make money who potentially are, and this is sort of, I think that I made a point that I wasn't, I said I wasn't sure if this is correct or not, but people are making money because there's confusion, because people don't really understand what they're doing. So, like, new people coming in and people making content is making it easier for new collectors, but then it's making it harder for seasoned collectors to make money off of people who maybe don't know what's going on. 
Um, so that's kind of the, something I was thinking about. And I don't know if that's really the case. And if anybody's kind of experienced something like that, I'd be interested to hear kind of your experience there. Um, cause like going and if you go, if you don't know what you're doing and you go to a card show, like you could easily just get taken for a ride. And like, it's not to say that you'll lose all your money because you bought one card. But like, if you don't know the pricing of a card and, and you walk up to someone's booth or you go to eBay and you go to buy a card and you don't know that for and you don't understand that a card is selling for X amount, but it actually isn't even worth that much. Like it's actually not worth that. You, you could get into some issues where you're losing money and then that's kind of driving you away. And like I said, from a content perspective, that's not something that I want because that's one potential person who wouldn't be interested in my content because they got, um, they got, they got hosed on either a deal or they lost some money, you know, but maybe for other people that's, that is ideal because then you have, you have, I don't know, I guess maybe less, more people that are, more people that are buying. I, I don't know exactly, but I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on like some of these newer, some of the articles that have been written. I mean, they're, they're great articles and I'm glad that they are, you know, I'm glad that, the cards are no i'm glad that the articles are being written because from a con like i said from a content perspective which from a content perspective it's good for me because that means more people are potential followers potential people who would enjoy the content potential podcast listeners um so i mean i hope in the future that like maybe there's a, i i want to i don't know if i don't know if it's like putting together some sort of content class or car sports card class that I can direct people to. Cause like if I would imagine if you're new to sports cards, it may be even tough to listen to the podcast or watch some of the content or watch the tech talks. Cause like maybe I'm using terminology that people don't understand. So, you know, I don't know if that's, I guess I'm trying to make it as easy as possible, but I guess maybe I don't know if it, if it is or not. Uh, but that's pretty much all I got for this episode today. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank our sponsor, Starstock. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, it's here's for sale. And if you want to leave, if you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would help out the podcast because what that does essentially is it, gets the it gets us into some suggested uh it gets us into suggested when people are looking up podcasts so that helps me if you could do that if you want to leave a review that'd be great uh there was a negative review but i think either way if reviews are reviews and i don't know if it matters negative or positive if you want to leave a negative review uh don't if you want to leave a positive review that would be phenomenal so everyone thank you for listening i'll see you in the next episode